Hey everyone, welcome into this episode of the End Zone Podcast. I'm WTOC Sports Director Jake Wallace with you after a really fun Friday night of high school football, and we've we're now just two weeks away from the state playoffs, and so things are kind of working themselves out. We're starting to figure out who will win region titles, who will be going to the state playoffs, and we had a couple teams make really big moves towards doing that on Friday, including one of the better stories of the year, the Savannah Country Day Hornets, under first-year head coach Jim Collis. Now 8-0 for the first time since 1980. The Hornets will play for the region championship in two weeks against Johnson County. The Hornets haven't won a region title since 1980. happened on Friday when Davion Smith and Barry Klein-Peter helped lead the SCD offense to a 35-21 win over rival Savannah Christian. Just the second time in 14 years Country Day has beaten Christian. They won play of the week, our WTOC end zone play of the week, for the second time this year. You look at this Country Day team and they just continue to win. You don't there's nothing spectacular about them. They have really they have some very good players. But you don't look at anything and go, oh, man, they're so great at that. They're so great at that. This is just a, a winning football team right now that believes in themselves, is playing with high confidence, and will play for a region title in two weeks against Johnson, a Johnson County team that they narrowly beat earlier this year. Before that, though, they've got a Friday night game at Calvary this week, and that should be fun as the Hornets try to get to 9-0 and and sweep their in-town rivals. Another team that's celebrating after a Friday night win would be the Richmond Hill Wildcats. Region champs for the first time since 1996. They clinched that Region 2-6A title with a win over Bradwell in Hinesville on Friday. Jalen Rouse, as he has all year, led the offense for the Wildcats. 223 yards on the ground and a hat trick of touchdowns. The, the Wildcats have already clinched the region now. They will play one more region game in two weeks. This time, this Friday night, though, they're going to host Wayne County in a Hurricane Dorian makeup game. That'll be a phenomenal football game at Wildcats Stadium Friday night. How about the Swainsboro Tigers? They're one step closer to the Region 2 AA title for the second straight year after a 21-9 win over Vidalia. This team just continues to roll. They have since losing early in the year to one of the top teams in Class AA, Dublin. They'll play Jeff Davis on Friday night and try to clinch back-to-back region titles. This Swainsboro team's gotten better as the year goes on. I don't think they're a team you're going to want to face in the Class AA playoffs. Kate Humans to Javon Brown was the connection that scored two of the three Tiger touchdowns on Friday night. One of them was a play of the week nominee. And when we talk about great stories, you're not going to find many better this year in the Coastal Empire and Low Country football than the Beaufort Eagles, who started the season under first-year head coach Bryce Livrand 0-5. And now look, they played some really, really tough competition. Four of those five games on the road against teams like AC Floor, who's 8-1 in, in South Carolina. Wayne County, 7-1 here in Georgia. Valdosta, 7-2, considered a state title contender in Class 6A. Since then, the Eagles have won three straight games, including a win Friday night over Hilton Head, and are now just one win from a region championship. We spoke with head coach Bryce Librand Librand earlier today. Here's what he had to say about his team's turnaround and what a region title would mean for the Eagles. 
Coach, talk about a turnaround starting from 0-5 and, and obviously against some really good competition those first five games to now being a win away from a region title. What's the mood like in that locker room right now? Um, you know, the, the kids are excited. You know, they, they I think they understand um, that they can accomplish one of their goals this Friday if, if they play the way they're capable of playing and they have a good week of practice. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, they – they you know this group um really did a good job of kind of staying up throughout the year they they understood that you know we were playing a really really hard schedule i i don't know anybody out of conference that played a harder schedule than what we did um and we kept telling them that it was going to pay off for them in the end and and they believed in that so um they never really got really down on themselves they've got a little bit more swagger right now of course because they've won a few games in a row but um you know they're they're focused on on the goal, which is to win Friday night. How hard is that though to to keep keep them up because zero and five young kids things can go south very very quickly. Yeah, you know it can, and and you know first of all you got to credit the the leadership of the team. You know the seniors I think did a really good job, and uh, our coaching staff did a good job, and and everybody just kind of bought in. You know we told them at the at the start of the year that. You know, there were there were two big goals that we wanted to accomplish in the regular season, and that was to win the county and to win the region. You know, and and so um, we were able to kind of keep coming back to that and telling those guys, you know, even after you lose some games out of out of the out of the region and uh, you know in your non conference, and and just told them, hey, everything's still out there that we've talked about. Um, you know, and and the thing about young kids is. You know, they've, they've got a short memory on stuff. And so, you know, we just had to kind of get ready and, and, you know, wait for something good to happen. And then when something good happened, um, they were good to go. So, um, you know, I, I credit their resilience. Um, and then I credit this, this group of seniors for um, kind of leading the way. You have Tyler Haley, your starting quarterback at the start of the year, go down. And Daniel Ferris has stepped in and running a little bit of an option attack now with him. How, is, how have you guys been able to adjust to an injury like that, which is never good in the middle of your season? Right. Yeah, it's tough. And, and I think that, you know, the, the the situation that we had to deal with, with with Daniel, you know, coming in and playing quarterback is that, um, you know, at, at that point he was our leading receiver. And so you, you really lose the, the guy that's caught more balls than anybody else and you lose your quarterback. So um, it's a lot to have to deal with. But, um, you know, we just we just took a long, hard look, you know, as coaching staff at, at what we had offensively. And, um, you know, we the two-back stuff is something that we've always kind of had in this offense. It's just always been a complimentary piece that, that we run a couple of times a game or, or a few times every few weeks. And, um, you know, we felt like with the backs that we had, we felt like that was a strength. We felt like our offensive line was a strength. So, um, you know, we kind of said, okay, well, let's let's get as many – of our best playmakers on the field as we can and and so we went to the two back stuff and it's been really good for us and you know daniel's been been great he's a he's a sponge you know and so um you know usually you don't have to correct him a whole lot on you know he makes a mistake once he he comes back and he doesn't make that mistake again and um you know an offensive line's been playing phenomenal and the, the wide receivers have been doing doing a great job of catching the ball when their their time comes and um, so it's it's been good for us. I think it, it's a hard offense to defend. Um, it's a little different from what everybody else sees. So that's probably been a good thing for us, you know, to um, you know have that in our pocket to go to. 
The region's a little convoluted right now, but there's one definite scenario. It's you win at Colleton Friday, you're the region champs. What would a win mean to this program, these kids, and, and moving forward, what it would mean for Beaufort football? Yeah, you know, it's it's um, you know, it's one of the things that we've talked to them about. You know, that, that a, a lot of times in life, you don't you don't get the opportunity to to really have everything in in your own hands to where you get to you know control your destiny and you know that's been the message to them it was a message to them last week it's the message to them this week is hey you, you get to decide what happens here and you know we we get a chance to go out and play the game and if we you know beat a good college and football team then you know we'll be region champions and that was a goal so you know that's that's kind of the way we've put it out there to these guys and they know that they've got a stiff test on on friday night against a good team with some great athletes and um you know so that's kind of the way we framed it and then you know as far as you know what it means to the program you know i hadn't won a region championship here in in several years and um you know first year with this coaching staff in place i think it it gives us some momentum and um you know it, it gives us some credibility to the things that we're doing and, and why we're doing them um you know and these kids have been great they bought into into what we're doing and um you know so it's important you know it gives you a better seed in the playoffs it, it gets you home playoff games all that stuff that you want so um it's a big one and, and i think our kids know that it's important as well good deal coach good luck this friday we're going to be watching it's going to be a lot of fun appreciate the time Yes, sir. Thank you. So it's been just a, a fantastic season and story for Buford. You lose your starting quarterback. You have to completely switch up offenses. Now you've won three straight games, and you're a win away from the region title. I mentioned in that interview how, how convoluted the region is. A lot of things can happen should Buford lose to Colleton County on Friday night. But we won't get into all of that just yet. We'll wait and see what happens it's real simple if Buford wins, though. the Buford wins on the road, and the Eagles are your region champions. That's going to do it for this edition of the End Zone Podcast. We'll be back later this week for a college football edition. Going to really dive into Georgia, Florida, and Georgia Southern App State, a Thursday night Halloween affair between the Eagles and Mountaineers. And then we'll be back on Friday for another edition of the, for another high school edition of the End Zone Podcast as we break down the Biggest games from around the Coastal Empire and Low Country on Friday night. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later this week.